keeping your project champions engaged and actively helping with change management activities. Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts, a podcast created by Trailblazer Consulting. Here, we highlight proven solutions developed through our experience working with companies across various industries. We talk about how you can apply these solutions to your company. We share our experience solving information management challenges, like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset data hierarchy, or helping with email management. This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about the importance of continuing to engage project champions, especially when the change is really starting to take effect. <laughs> Moore, that seems like a tongue twister, but you do need to keep your champions involved from start to finish because why don't you give us a clue? Oh, thanks for setting me up there. So the point of champions that we've been talking about throughout this whole podcast, all a bunch of different episodes, starting way back with the assessment, is that you either as one internal person or us coming in as an outside consultant, we can only talk to so many people at once. We can only really know the stories of each person, of a few people. We can really only know in detail a few business processes. The longer you've been in your organization, the more you're going to know, but you're still not going to be involved every day. We're talking about an organization of 100, 500, 1,000 people or more. So the champions are your extensions. They are people who are in the business. They are actively working to move your business forward on all fronts and having their help when you're putting in place an information governance program is absolutely invaluable. They are the the eyes, the ears, the voice of the information governance program in the business. So that's why we've talked about them so many times. We talked about them during the assessment phase because they helped us learn things. We talked about them during the planning phase because that's where they can tell you their priorities, how things match up with your priorities, how you can come together to put together a strong plan that will actually move you forward. And now, okay, we're ready to execute the plan. We can't just leave the champions behind. They're invested in this. They're going to help us move it to the next level and make it successful. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we even said that the champion should be part of the project planning process when it comes to the project plan itself because you need them in the socialization aspect because that's where they're going to socialize with their groups, their departments. And he tells two people, she tells two people and so on and so on. And so on and so on. Right. So what's our job then? And your job as you're doing this for your own company, you can't just expect that your IG champions are great and they've been a huge support to you, but they're not you. They're not the expert in information governance. They have other strengths, other skills, other knowledge. So you have to give them the tools so they can tell two people and tell two people and tell two people and give them the talking points, give them materials that they can use. So some of the things that we have done that have worked really well is we will do um, talking points and we'll hand them out to like all the team leaders when there's an upcoming initiative and say, hey, can you you know, go through these talking points at your team meetings. And that's been a really successful activity. The second thing that we've done that's worked really well is put together 
you know, kind of one page FAQs or cheat sheets or flyers or something that your champions can hand out to people. So it's a leave behind. It's a, a memory jogger, something that, so it's not just they're talking, they're not just reading your talking points, but they're actually handing out something that th their teams can take away with them, have at their desk when they're ready to take the next step or ready to, to implement whatever project you're moving forward. So if it's an email implementation plan, here's the FAQs on what's coming up next, or it's a um, contract management solution is going into production. Here's the cheat sheet on how to get into the new system, something like that. And so those hand, you know, tangible materials that we're handing to your champions help them carry out this job. They don't have, you don't have to rely on them remembering everything and you don't have to expect that they are inside your head and they know everything that you know about information governance because they don't and they shouldn't. That's not their job. That's your job. It's almost like treating them as a liaison to some extent, because you do want liaisons to get advanced material and a better understanding of what it is you're trying to do from an information governance perspective. But you need to treat the champion in a, in a little bit more of a rah-rah manner, a little bit more of a give, them a give them a point to encourage other people to follow. Uh, you're right. I think that's a great point, Lee. And I'm really glad you brought up that idea of liaison because I think we've mentioned more than once that you might have different types of champions through over the course of a whole IG program. And that rah-rah um, supportive champion is critical through the, throughout the whole process, but they can't carry this on by themselves. Your champions at that level are senior people. They have a lot of responsibilities. They're not going to be hands-on with some of this stuff. So in some organizations, we've been really successful setting up liaison networks or record specialist networks, where you have usually administrative staff, but not always, who are in different offices, in different functional teams. And we usually find them when we go into an organization, we find them because those are the people who've been responsible for sending boxes of paper to offsite storage. But we take them up, we pick them up, we bring them along and we talk to them about, it's not just paper, we're moving your information governance program all the way to the electronic age. And so paper's still a piece of it because we're not getting rid of it completely yet, but teaching them how to get into the content management solution or how to identify items on file shares and file servers that are ready to be deleted, destroyed in accordance with your retention schedule and how to go through that process. So those liaisons tend to be more hands-on than the champions that are at a higher, you know, more senior level in your organization. And you need both uh, because this is all about meeting your people, meeting people where they are. You know, how do we get the support we need so that we don't have senior people saying that's not important, don't do that. We've, we've agreed as a company, we're going to do this. We need everybody to say to give us that same message that it's important and we're going to do it. But then we need the people who are hands-on, who are going to actually help you get stuff done. And that those liaisons or record specialists are um, another important group to work with. So Maura, do you spell this out anywhere? I know you, you create a project charter. 
but in that charter, do you really say liaisons and champions and you kind of spell out these pieces early on? You know, we have. We've done it in a couple of different ways. Sometimes we'll do a standalone roles and responsibilities document. And that's usually a pretty formal document that identifies every single role that's related to the IG program. Who are the, you know, who's the right type of individual to fill those roles? So if you're looking for a senior executive champion, we spell that out. This is somebody who's going to carry the message provide support, and make sure that their team has the time to give to this important program. Then you have those hands-on uh, liaisons or record specialists, and we'll spell out how much time do we think this is going to take out of someone's day? Do we think this is a 10% uh, effort that they can add on to, other, to what else they're doing? So it's kind of other duties as assigned. Or do we actually think this is a 60% effort, in which case that's significant, and looking at your team of administrative staff or, or similar people that are going to be potentially your hands-on record specialists, how do you come up with 60% out of that group across the whole company? Is it worth hiring one or two people, even temporarily, to carry out a big backfile project or something? Um, and that's something that your, your small stakeholder group, that steering committee that we've also been talking about, that probably involves your champions, but might be a subset of them, can make decisions on. Because we've, if you calculate that out and you actually quantify how much effort this is going to be, then they have some data to work with. Because people tend to underestimate what it's going to take to do records management. And in fact, at the beginning of a change like this, if you're going from, say, paper to electronic management, if you're going from everybody's keeping their own copies to, hey, we're going to have a centralized content management system and we're going to start applying retention to it. Those big changes involve sorting through a whole bunch of old stuff. And you can't really expect people to do that on their own time. Certainly, you can't expect them to do it well on their own time. And so the more that you can quantify the effort, and, and is it short burst? It's a short burst of 60% effort. Say that's going to be a three-month thing and then we'll get this knocked out and then we'll be done. Then it goes back to 10% and people can kind of take that on with the rest of their job. The more you can put those details around it, the more support you're going to get from the champions and the more engagement you're going to get from the record specialists because they'll understand that you're not asking them to do a Herculean task in the, you know, in the time between lunch and snack or something in the time between lunch and going home in the afternoon when they actually have five or 10 other things that they have to do every week. So that quantification really helps to build your credibility with the team. It also really helps to actually make the program real and help to institutionalize it, to internalize it in your organization. So we've been saying another theme throughout our whole podcast is information management is about people. Information governance is about people. It's about how your staff, your employees, the team relates to the information that they need to do their jobs. So identifying specific roles and responsibilities for champions, for record specialists, for managers, for every for every employee, for certain groups in your organization like legal or IT or audit, spelling all that out 
takes this from being a vague idea of, oh yeah, everybody should manage information. It's a good thing to, we know how we're going to do information governance in our organization. It becomes real, becomes part of the company culture then. So I might've missed this. I know you describe liaisons in pretty good detail and approximate amount of time that it may take a liaison to do their job for information governance. Is it complicated or is, is there a lot of work to be a champion for one of these projects? It's an interesting question. I would say complicated might be about your culture. So if you're uh, introducing a lot of change, then you're going to expect a lot from your champions. If you have been in a kind of wild, wild west culture where you're a startup organization, you've grown very quickly through acquisitions and you've got a bunch of different cultures coming together, everybody's been doing their own thing. And now you've hit a threshold where your company leadership realizes we're a big company. We need to have more standards because we have higher risks. We have a lot more to lose then making that change to a, a more coherent, more consistent approach to things like information management, the champions, the lift for the champions is a big lift because they've been the independent people charging ahead and now they have to come together. So on their own, they have to agree that, yeah, we're going to move in this direction together. And then they have to carry that message back to their team of, independent go-getters who've been trying to go as fast as they can and not worry about that silly infrastructure stuff that we'll get to that when we get to that. Well, now's the time. So in that situation, being a champion is not a trivial thing. On the other hand, if you're a well-established organization, you've been around a long time and you're making some changes, um, particularly in the world of technology, you're going from small systems to a bigger, to a more comprehensive enterprise system, or you're going from a keep everything forever culture to nope, we're going to start really applying retention to our electronic information. But it's a step change, not a complete giant leap forward. Then your champions don't have as big a lift. It's not as hard a job. It's not as complex and it doesn't take as much time. So it really depends on your, your organization and how much you're trying to move forward. Good stuff, Maura. Thank you. I appreciate you answering my question there. Everybody, if you have any questions, please send us an email at info at trailblazer.us.com or look us up on the web at www.trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune in to our next episode. Also, if you like this episode, please be our champion and share it with people in your social media network. As always, we appreciate you, the listeners. Special thanks goes out to Jason Blake, who created our intro music. Thank you. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon.